good to see you. Also, fun little fact for the ladies, our dear friend Carissa is going to be the one speaking at the girls' retreat. So that's, that's enough incentive to sign up. So if you have not signed up, please do because we'd love to spend time with you. So that was just a, a little excerpt. Um, all right. So today we're going to be using our Bibles. So if you do not have a Bible, would you please raise your hand? And we're going to have our Bible fairies, who are all dudes today, that are going to be <laughs> handing out Bibles for you all. So raise them high. Put your hands in the air and wave them like you just don't care. <laughs> all right. So while they're doing that, while they're doing that, Last week, Pastor Hayden introduced um, the Holy Spirit series that we're on, and we're going to be talking about this morning. Um, and he gave us kind of a well-rounded um, understanding or perspective of who the Holy Spirit is, and today we're going to be diving deeper um, into that a little bit more. Um, but before we even start, would you guys just bow your heads with me once more and just invite the Holy Spirit here? <laughs> Hmm. Dear Lord Jesus, God, we just thank you so much for this morning. We thank you so much that we get to be here sitting amongst our friends and family, God, honestly, in Christ. And we just thank you that um, we get to open our word and just learn more about you. Um, God, we invite your Holy Spirit here, God. And even as I was praying earlier, Lord Jesus, it's cool because we just want to invite your Holy Spirit to talk about your, yourself. <laughs> so God, we pray that you would just open up our hearts and our minds to you, God, and that we would all walk away with something new that you have spoken upon us. Um, so we thank you so much and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. So if you have a Bible, which I feel like you guys should by now, please open it up to Matthew three sixteen through 17. Um, that's kind of where we're going to be at today for the most part. Matthew, wait, Matthew 3, 16 through 17 is where we're going to be at this morning. So I'll give you like a second or two. All right. So actually, I'm going to flip to it. All right. Since we're starting in um, verse 16, that's kind of in the middle of the chapter. Um, I'm going to give you a quick rundown of what's happening up to this point, okay? So what we're going to be reading is about Jesus' baptism. But before Jesus gets here, um, he is like, all we really know is that he was born and that he got to talk to um, a bunch of priests and people in the temple when he was 12. So nothing really big has happened um, that we know of with Jesus yet. Um, and so this moment that we're going to be touching on is pretty monumental because after this, God, like, is sent out and all these great miracles that we all know about today um, happen. So that's really cool. Um, so the passage we are going to be touching on is um, verse 13. So I'm just going to read it for you guys. And also, would you be so kind to put it up on the screen? Thank you. It says, Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to John. To be baptized by him. John would have pre prevented him saying, I need to be baptized by you. And do you come to me? But Jesus answered him, let it be so, let it be so now. For thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Also, can we just hold up on that for a quick second? The, the fact that Jesus said, let it be so now. For thus it is fitting to us 
to fulfill all righteousness. The, the fact that he's like saying fulfill is pointing back at the fact that this moment has been planned from long ago. So their interaction together as John and Jesus, and also just like this moment of Jesus getting baptized has been planned from a long time for like, like just the world's sake. So that's just beautiful. Um, and then John consented. And when Jesus was baptized, immediately he went up from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened to him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and coming to rest on him. And behold, a voice from heaven said, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. All right, so in this moment, there's so much going on. Jesus is with John and also getting baptized and convincing him to baptize him. And then there's like um, this interaction with the bird and a voice and Jesus in water. Um, and just like, what does that all mean? Um, Pastor AJ Sabota, I'm not sure if you guys know him, but he's like wonderful, pointed out once that in this image, we actually get a picture of the Trinity in one. Um, let me explain it. So when it says, um, eh, oh yeah, uh, when Jesus was baptized, immediately he went up from the water. So this is Jesus. He's like being dunked, you know? Um, and then there is, and then behold, the heavens were opened. So like a big thing happened. And he saw the spirit of God descending like a dove. Okay, so then there's the Spirit of God, which is the Holy Spirit. So we have Jesus who's being dunked. We have the heavens opening and then this dove coming down, which is the Holy Spirit, and then coming uh, and coming on resting resting on him, and behold a voice from heaven, God, um, this is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased, is in this picture too. So in this picture we have both or we have Jesus the Holy Spirit, and God all in one image. And what's really cool is that we don't really get to see this picture of all three of them in one place um, all the time. It's kind of, we hear about either Jesus or we hear about God, and you know that they're working. We know that the Holy Spirit is working, but we don't really get to see them all in one place. So the fact that this passage talks about it all in one place is pretty important. What? Sorry. <laughs> um, uh, okay, sorry. Um, oh yeah. So what's also really, what also stands out about this um, passage is the fact that um, because we see them all interacting with one another, we also see them like working together. Not one is like roaming off and doing its own thing. Like the bird is not coming down, aka the spirit is not coming down and just floating around like the people. He's like going around Jesus, you know, and like as well as God is speaking. Um, upon Jesus. And what we see in that is that they're all united and they're all one. That's the main point. Um, an example of this is um, since they're all one God and one person, they all have to work together. So it would be like you, for instance, telling your arm to move up and then all of a sudden your like leg kicks out. Like your brain is telling your arm to move out, like, out and then your like leg kicks out. That doesn't work that way, hopefully. Um, you kind of want your arm to move when your brain tells it to move, and it does it most of the time because, well, let's hope most of the time, because you're all one being, and it's all connected. Does that make sense so far? Yeah? Okay. Um, and that's the same with God. Um, God doesn't 
work like one over here and like one over there just with different plans. They're all working within the same plan with the same motive and the same intention. Um, okay, an example of this. So if you could have put up the first image, that would be fantastic. Does anyone know what this is? Hey, good job, guys. Okay, okay. How about this next picture? Does anyone know what this is? Hey, I have one of those. Look. <laughs> All right. Okay. How about this third picture? What is this? iPhone 10. I'm actually super impressed because I just typed in iPhone and I was like, I think this is the new one, but I'm not sure. Um, so all of these, okay, you have the Apple Watch, you have the Bluetooth, and you have the iPhone. I, <laughs> okay, let me see. In order to have the Apple Watch work from the iPhone, you have to have the Bluetooth, right? Like, it has to be connected. If it's not connected, then your Apple Watch is not going to be recording your health, and it's not going to be recording your text messages. It's just going to be there, you know? Um, so in order for um, your, Apple, or your Apple Watch to work, you need the Bluetooth, and you also need the phone. Um, all three of these could not um, be without the other. And, though, and what's like, interesting is that though they are different, um, they respond, oh, okay, there we go. Though they are different, they all respond to the same message. They all have the same purpose. So when you get a text from your phone, then it goes directly to your Apple Watch, and you get the same message. You're not going to get, like, your mom texting you, and then all of a sudden you get your grandma on this side because it doesn't work that way. They're all connected with Bluetooth. And in some ways, in some ways, this is kind of the way that God works with his Holy Spirit, Son, and Father. They're similar because not one can do what the other can't. Like, they're all connected in that does that kind of make sense? Can I get an amen? Yes, maybe? Cool, thank you. Yeah, because the same message that is being sent to your phone, or the same message that God is sending, is going to be the exact same one that's going to appear with Jesus or the Holy Spirit, because they're all one. Yeah? Okay. Um, though they are all different, I'm just going to stress this point once more. Though they are all different, they're all one which means the Holy Spirit, God, and Jesus are all God. So that's the very main point. So the Holy Spirit, because God is God, Jesus is God, and the Holy Spirit is God, they're all God. Yeah? <laughs> okay, second point. All right, if you look at the next verse in Matthew 4, 1, so just the first verse, it says, um, I believe that should be on the screen also, please and thank you. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. In this verse, we see the Holy Spirit leading Jesus into the wilderness, which then brings it to point number two, if you're taking notes. Point number two is the Holy Spirit leads us. That's a quality that he has. As a person, he leads us us into different sections, just like, or sections, different seasons or different places, just as he did with Jesus. Um, and in this verse, you can tell he's leading Jesus into something that's going to be pretty hard because what happens in this next whole chapter is Jesus is um, being led into the wilderness, which is hard, 
but then also just being tempted. Um, but something that I was learning while reading this is that sometimes the Holy Spirit leads us into places um, of comfort or of just like excitement, and sometimes he leads us into places of growth. Um, and though this leading situation led to a heart moment for like a teeny second, it ended up being that after this, all these amazing miracles happened and Jesus got to die on the cross and now we're here, you know? Um, so even though it was hard for a moment, it was so good and so needed. Um, and because the Holy Spirit is God, we get to trust that his motives are good because God is good. And we see that happen all over the Bible in so many different places um, about how God is good. Um, and one of the verses that we see it in um, is in Psalms 119, 20, or sorry, 68. It says, you are good and what, and what you do is good, teaching me your decrees. We also see it in Psalms 107, uh, one which says, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His love endures forever. God is good, and his motives are good. So nothing that he could lead us to, like, nothing that, like, he does for us is going to have, like, a malicious outcome at all. It's going to be something that's going to be good and fruitful and life-giving. And we also see it in verse, in chapter 147 in Psalms, um, verse 9, and says, the Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all um, he has made. So, point of this is that though God is leading us, and sometimes it's going to be into hard places, and sometimes it's going to be in places of rejoicing, and sometimes it's going to be kind of in the middle, it's going to be the journey, they're all going to be leading into good places when we're being led by him, and we're just being guided by the Holy Spirit. Um, yeah, so that would be the last point, is that sometimes the Spirit leads us to places of ease, and sometimes he leads us to places of growth. The last point, so if you're taking notes, the last point in that is that God wants to walk with us. God wants to walk with us just as much as God wants to lead us and God wants to be with us um, through his Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit walks with us. So we're not going out into these places of like um, just wilderness alone. We're not going into them unequipped. We're not going with them or into them without anything. We're going with him. And actually, going back to that verse of, of John or, or Matthew, when Jesus was led into um, the wilderness by the Spirit, in some, in a different like version in the like New Testament, it says, "But Jesus was a, was tended to by the angels." Um, in that place. So even when he was going through this place, like God didn't leave him. The Holy Spirit was with him. God was watching over him. And there's the same thing for us. We get to have that confidence that we get to walk in, um, being fully protected and fully loved and fully encouraged and equipped um, by the Lord, especially when we invite him in, especially when we invite him into our lives. Um, so God walks with us um, is the next point. Um, in, uh, John 14, 26, it says, um, that the Holy Spirit is our helper. Um, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to you remembrance all that I said to you. 
Jesus is the one speaking this verse. Actually, I'm going to read it once more. It says, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to you the remembrance, um, to you the remembrance, all that I said to you. What's happening there is, again, we're seeing the Trinity work together because they're one. So we hear Jesus is the one speaking this, and he's referencing the Holy Spirit, who is going to be responding to what the Father's will is. So then you see Jesus, Holy Spirit, and Father all over again. Um, and he will be teaching you all things and bringing to remembrance all that I have said to you. It doesn't say, say that the Holy Spirit's going to go rogue and going to be like saying the opposite things of everything that Jesus said. Instead, it says that he's going to be talking about things that Jesus himself has spoken and encouraged his people with. Um, yeah, because they're all one. Jesus is one. God is one. Holy Spirit are all one, though they're three. Just like the Apple Watch and the Bluetooth and the iPhone work together in a way. I don't know. Yeah. Um, if we could get the keys to come back up, that would be wonderful. Um, not, only, not only does Jesus walk with us, he wants to help us and lead us and love us and teach us and grow us and just help be our way. Um, and in order to do that, we have to really come to a place of allowing him to work and surrender. Because another quality of the Lord is that he doesn't go into places that he's not wanted. He actually is super respectful and gives you your space um, until you say, hey God, please come in. Holy Spirit, please come in. Show me who you are. I want to see. And in that moment, it's like God's like, finally, yes, let me come in. Let me, like, transform your world. Let me lead you into places you didn't even think you could go in. Let me be your rock. I feel like the Holy Spirit just wants that for you today. He wants to do great and amazing things for you and through you. Um, honestly, guys, we often put ourselves in a box. We think this is as much as I can go. This is as far as I can go. Um, this is as big as I can be because what the world tells you so because you tell yourself that or somebody else at one point told you that but God the Father and the Holy Spirit really just want to break you out of that they want to stretch you and grow you yeah maybe it's going to take some like journeying but they want to grow you into becoming amazing people that you have the potential to be because that's the way that he created you to be he didn't create you to be small you weren't intended to be small or forgotten you were intended to be known heard understood like grown and like to be like people change like people changers or people who change things <laughs> you know so i just would encourage you guys this morning let us just invite the holy spirit in our hearts let us um, give him the opportunity guys it only takes the opportunity to have him show you who he is who god is and he'll take it but we have to do it with willing hearts and we have to do it with with just um yeah honestly that's all it takes just a willing heart so as we just come to a close this morning as we just um process just all this overload of information um let us just be still before the lord and just invite him in invite him into the craziness of your life um the 
broken places, the successful places, the things that um, you don't even know about yet in your future. And he's going to show up. You just have to give him the opportunity. Because God is God. And he wants to help you, just like it says in this verse. We just thank you.